Hello and welcome to Science Unscripted. It's Connor here. And Gabe. And uh, Gabe, you have something that you're going to tell me about or something that you recorded and it all kind of fits together because... That's the, right. The... So you found this re researcher, a guy named Mansoor Amiji. And yeah. we were going to interview him about why we get sick in the in the winter. And then the proclivity for getting sick in the winter. And then you couldn't be there for that interview because you got sick. Because <laughs> I got sick. It all comes together. Oh, and the question man. I'm Perfectly left with. Because, yeah, no, because I, I know vaguely what the topic is about. The, yeah. uh, how our noses work in winter or don't. Yeah. And um, it also goes back to an email. Sorry to interrupt you, Connor, here. That we got from Cassandra this summer. I'm not sure if you're listening right now, Cassandra, but thank you for this email. And she said back then that she agrees with us and the studies that have shown being indoors with poor ventilation is the main factor for getting sick. But surely there must be some studies already done showing that cold temperatures, quote, weaken our immune system. Cassandra, you right. are absolutely right. At that point, there was no research for that, especially with regard to viruses. But now there seems to be. So my name is Mansoor Amiji. I'm a professor at Northeastern University. Uh, I'm in the Department of Pharmaceutical Sciences and in the Department of Chemical Engineering here at Northeastern. And I uh, and my colleagues in Boston at Mass Pioneer have published uh, research on why we get cold, especially in the winter months. So this goes back to something that you and I have been talking about for a long time, and it's something that has angered me about my wife when she tells me and more so my my children not when they go outside to to dress up warm because they're going to get sick and what the whole time she seemed to be implying was that you can get sick by breathing in cold air or well, by just being outside being, being cold i one thing living in germany that i noticed uh is that a lot of the young kids here yeah. They end up looking almost like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, if that comparison makes sense to people. Because they have so many layers on. They have so many jackets and yeah. sweatshirts and everything. And the idea, and it, it's really very responsible parenting. It's a pain to put all that stuff, all those layers on every single time. Oh, I don't but do it. And I get, I get chastised for it by Adrienne. So as a North it American. It stress between us. <laughs> yeah. Because I, put my, I send my kids out with a scarf and some gloves on. That's it. Yeah. No, it, 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 it uh, I'm... I've always, I guess, been of the opinion without even realizing it that natural consequences are the best way to learn. So your child says, no, I want to go out in a T-shirt, and they do that, and then they're really cold, and then everyone learns something from yeah. it. Yeah, but that uh, that idea, you, you get a lot of nasty looks here in Germany because, you know, your kid's going to get very sick. So I think you and I were kind of on team um, natural consequences, let them go do those things. Yeah, but it, well, the idea that you can get sick from being cold, just from being cold... I didn't like that, but it seems like my wife was right on track, uh, according to Mansoor Amiji. <laughs> so, yes, she's right. And, and the reason she's right is because uh, our nose, which is an area where a lot of these viruses are uh, interfacing and, and actually uh, creating an environment to how we get infected, um, what we, our study has found is that our nose is actually a very important defense mechanism. We are creating immunity around our nose in order to protect us from infection. However, in the colder weather, when the temperature in the nose just decreases by about 5 degrees Celsius, and just for 15 minutes, we see a dramatic difference in the protective ability of our nose uh, in terms of preventing viral infection. 
what happens? Why are we not as good at fighting off infection when it's colder? What Mansur Amiji has found is that inside the nose, the way that we fight off that natural immunity that he was describing, it's sacs, little tiny sacs called external vesicles that go in and attack pathogens when they're triggered. They don't work as well when it's cold. And what he was telling me is that these sacs, um, there are three, three different ways that they kill off infection. First of all, just by the sheer density of them. They go out there and physically push the virus away from the cells. The second way is that they have receptors or sticky arms. So the virus is bind to these sacs instead of binding to the cells in the mm -hmm. nose. And replicating. And the third way is that these sacs have naturally in them an antiviral molecule. So oh, they kill okay. them, they kill the virus or bacteria chemically. And the way that he described it is that it, it's like when you yeah, kick a hornet's nest. That was the metaphor that he was saying, that when it's warm, the hornet's nest explodes. And when it's cold, it just, it just doesn't happen. Oh, so there's, yeah, they're sending out fewer uh, hornets to go sting the bad guy in this case. Similarly, these sacs are secreted from our cells in a way that it creates a swarm effect. And so when you have cold weather, those numbers of those sacs are diminished. The fact that they, their ability to kill the virus is also diminished. And now, if you think about the way to mitigate that would be one very simple, which we can do even today, is wear masks. And what masks does is two things. One is it prevents these viruses and, and decreases the density of virus that can get into the nose. But the other thing it does is actually creates warm air around your nose so that you don't have this temperature drop, even in the cold weather when you're going outside. And my guess is they they probably did this in a Petri dish in a laboratory. I mean, you don't, you don't obviously, ethically, you don't typically infect... <laughs> I mean, who would sign? Who would sign up for that study? Hey, so for this one, we're gonna we're gonna um, infect you with viruses. We're gonna kick a, a hornet's nest of virus right in front of you well, and see and, what happens, and make you stand outside, or we're gonna we're gonna artificially cool your nose <laughs> by five degrees. Yeah, uh, but still, in, yeah, interesting to think about this as one of the mechanisms for that old what we would call an old wives' tale to turn out to be true, that there is an effect. I would be the first to say that, and I base this off a German virologist I spoke to a half de decade ago who said all we can really truly say is that human behavior changes very dramatically in winter, and that's the primary driver of viral, bacterial, fungal infections. Yeah, that is no longer necessarily true. According to Mansur Amiji, he was looking at the biological explanation for this, not the... Not, not what you're saying, that it's based on where people are and that they're all gathered together. Closed windows. You know, coughing on each other. That's not the case. And the point that he made about that was that, look, people gather together when it's warm. Think about in an air-conditioned space. People gather indoors in summer as well. And based on that, there has to be a different explanation for it. And I think from what he was saying, he, there, are, there are other factors. He definitely said that. Like, I don't have the answer for it, but there... This seems to be a one. Piece. This this seems to be a, a pretty central piece, uh, based on the numbers that he's been able to to produce. And then I asked him, like, this is a question that is has to have been on our minds for a long time. Like, we we don't know at this point why people get sick in winter, and now you do. What is it like to have that answer? Well, 
Well, so one thing about us uh, as scientists is we're always interested in, in figuring out answers to these questions. But I also want to caution that, you know, this idea that uh, the, our extracellular vesicles is reduced, and, the, and we've seen this in our study, is one mechanism. It certainly doesn't suggest that there, this is the only mechanism. So I and my colleagues are very interested in finding what else is potentially also important in terms of uh, uh, keeping us safe in winter and especially keeping us safe from these respiratory infections. And then our other uh, questions that we are asking is based on this knowledge, how can we create better strategies? For example, could we, even in the winter months, create a strategy that allows us to generate more of these sacs so that even with lower temperature, that dampening effect doesn't happen? Could we actually increase the content of antiviral molecules in these sacs so that we, they will still be effective in terms of killing the viruses before they can enter our cells? So there's still a lot of work to be done, and, and we are always uh, very interested in, in as scientists to, to learn about these phenomena, but also then start asking the what-if questions. Okay, so that's that's the part I had not thought through. So yeah. I, the 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 face wearing a face mask, or actually what I had imagined, a lot of Christmas markets here at Germany, um, wrapping that scarf over your nose mm. as well as your mouth. Sometimes I don't know, but the idea that you could have a basically a nasal spray. You'd have to figure out what causes these external vesicles to be secreted, and once you figured that out, then I guess you could manipulate that so that it happens even when it's five degrees colder inside the nose. So that or when it's when it's thirty degrees colder, like right now <laughs> in Germany, it is very, it's very cold. It's very cold. It's yeah, it's uh, minus eleven Celsius. I'm not even going to bother. It, it's it's way it's way below freezing right now. But once that's figured out, I mean that that that's a really really significant answer to one of the problems that faces our world. Getting sick in the winter? Are you kidding? Right. And if a nasal spray, for example, uh, you know, research and testing, let's say in 10 years were to come on the market mm -hmm. and even reduce by 10 percent uh, the amount of infections. Again, infections are are interesting because one leads to another leads to another. Mm -hmm. So if you've taken away Gabe's infection, it doesn't lead to her infection. It, it, it can it can do interesting things. Yeah, and there, are, there are a number of pathogens out there in the world right now, Connor. Yeah. Uh, more on that next time. There, uh, there's a big debate going on about why hospitals are filling up in the way that they are. And we need to get some experts on the line um, to do that justice. But for now, keep your nose warm. Mm -hmm. That's that's good advice. That's easy. Yeah. And send us an email about anything. <laughs> Really, this is, is the last thing that I want to say before we go. We love hearing from you, obviously, always. And it doesn't matter what you have to say. Really, it doesn't matter. <laughs> SU at DW.com. Science Unscripted.